Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. Welcome to this week's episode of Start, Scale, Succeed. Today, I am joined by Amory Boyhan, the founder of The Sleep Care Company. Thank you very much, Amory, for joining me today. Thanks, Nicole. Great to be here. We're going to be chatting all about how sleep is important for you as an entrepreneur and to help you be more successful. You've had your own journey with sleep and how you've kind of come to be to set up the sleep care company. Can you talk a little bit about your background and how you got to this point now? Sure. Um, I worked in the corporate world and I basically uh, suffered from loads of sleep deprivation. So I had a quite a stressful job managing a big team. Um, reporting to C-suite, lots of emails during the night, lots of um, pings going off during the night. And I really didn't know how to wind down. I was on my phone all the time and I was always on for work. And it started to affect me and my health. And basically, I I didn't know it at the time, but it was sleep deprivation that caused burnout. Um, And it was my my doctor said to me when I eventually went to him, uh, he said, you're you're burning out or you've burnt out. And I was like this. How could this possibly be? And then uh, I looked at, you know, I actually wasn't getting much sleep and I was living Mm -hmm. on that, reaching for stimulants, reaching for coffee, you know, really couldn't get through the day because I was so sleep deprived. And I guess I was um always on um stressed there was a combination of things it, it wasn't you know um I, I have two two kids I have um home life as well um but it, it wasn't my kids keeping me awake um, and yeah. so I guess I what what I did when I figured that out I went away on holiday it happened to coincide with Christmas um and I was off for a few weeks and I had a good think about it um and I decided to 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 leave that world and do something else and set up my own business. Um, now it took a few months for me to 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 leave that job, um, which I which I did love. Um, it was in marketing, and uh, you know I love that side, um, the creativity side. But I guess the the stresses of it um, did get to me. So uh, it took me a few months to leave that, and then I was I, I wanted to set up my own business, and and I was at the same time trying to get myself well and get myself sleeping again. Um, and I was trialing out all these things, how to get me to sleep. I was researching the hell out of sleep, looking at all the sleep scientists in the world. And I actually just started to develop my own sleep routine, which I never had myself. So mm-hmm. I had to like coach myself. It was literally through post-its and I would write them on the fridge and go, right, 9.30, turn off your phone. Because I'd read, OK, you know, phone, re- the blue light is really detrimental. It interrupts your sleep hormone, mm-hmm. you know, Um then I started taking like a chamomile tea. Um, so I turned off my phone. I'd have a chamomile tea. And then I, sometimes I would take magnesium as well. And then, you know, what will I do now that I don't have my phone? So I need to have something that I like doing in the evening. So I started reading again. I haven't read in years since mm-hmm. my since my little one, little ones arrived. I don't think I've read a book Um 
so yeah so just developing my own kind of routine and then then I started thinking about so that helped me get back to sleep and I was feeling well again and I I actually that was the foundation for my sleep journal which is the the the, the product that I have at the sleep care company it's a wellness mm. journal it's a 90-day wellness journal that teaches you how to sleep and how to get into a sleep routine and um, it has all the top tips from the the sleep experts in the world um, including myself it has um it has meditations for when you can't sleep and you wake up during the night. So that's quite mm -hmm. common with people. Um, it has all these things, sleep affirmations. So all, I guess all the things that I couldn't find when I was struggling with sleep, I put it into this sleep journal. Mm -hmm. um, and then I thought, well, if this is a problem for me and there's people working in, in busy jobs, be that be it a corporate world or entrepreneurs, there, there must be people just like me who are struggling with sleep. Mm -hmm. And that was the, that was the kernel for my idea for the sleep care company. Um, I did listen to a lot of podcasts and um, that's how I found yourself um, mm -hmm. through, you know, researching online, joining different kind of business startup forums and um, figuring out, you know, what, what, what ignited my passion yeah. um, you know what am I going to do because it was a big step I guess leaving the corporate world and leaving good steady job and pay and pension and all that yeah I mean that would keep you up a lot <laughs> that would keep you up at night alone whether you had a sleep uh, problem with sleep or and um, were sleep deprived or not you know making those decisions it must have been quite difficult and how important though and I don't know whether this is a silly question but how important is sleep to to our success and to being able to function and just talk me around a bit about the science of it it's so important sleep to set ourselves up for sleep success is should be the number one goal you know in well-being world nutrition and fitness are often talked about but sleep is is actually the third pillar of health health alongside fitness and nutrition but it's often um put to the side and i guess that's the hustle culture that exists mm. both in entrepreneur land and in corporate land and and there is a um a negative connotation around sleep it's always kind of around that the less sleep you get the better you are which is actually um I'm trying to change it the, the, slowly in the world but um you know if you have less than four hours sleep um you know if a CEO or a leader in a company is telling you that they're they have had four hours or less sleep a night they're actually physiologically drunk on the job so um <laughs> explain you know, that how like <laughs> explain that little bit to me there it's basically we need we need sleep to to function so what happens is the um the most work goes on between half past 10 and 12 it's actually between half past 10 at night and 3 a.m in the morning is when all the heavy duty lifting happens in our bodies so between half past 12 and 10 sorry between half past 10 um at night so this is why i always say go to bed you know have a sleep schedule go to bed get to bed by 10 half 10 because that um, half 10 to 12 is huge because um, it produces our um, our growth hormone and our growth hormone does all the heavy lifting in the body and with regard to you know beauty sleep all our cell repair um, all our fat uh, breakdown everything that's happening um, happens yep. between half 10 and 12 at night um, you know uh, we talk about beauty sleep but it actually does happen um, during those hours so a lot of the bodily functions, heavy lifting happens between that time. And then between 1 and 3 a.m., our liver does all its detoxifying. So um, we need to detoxify everything that we have in our bodies. We have hormones. We have things that we're ingesting. We have pollutants from, you know, from everything that, that we have around us during the day. And that all happens 
between one and three a.m. So if we're not getting sleep or if we're not getting sleep during those hours, what happens is it's it's basically like a, it's like not getting your office cleaned at night. So if the cleaners mm-hmm. come in at night and they clean down the computers and they empty the bins and everything. So imagine you're in an office building and you come in in the morning and everything is really dirty and it's not cleaned and the place is a mess. So that's what you're like if you don't sleep. It's actually called a glymphatic system, which is in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it was only discovered 14 years ago, believe it or not, by scientists. And it's basically a cleaning system that happens when you sleep. So if you mm-hmm. don't get sleep, that cleaning system doesn't happen. And then none of that growth hormone happens. Um, you, the next day, you're going to feel foggy. You're going to feel, sometimes you feel drunk, even though you haven't had any alcohol. And it, it affects your concentration. It affects your focus. And eventually, if you are sleep deprived for a long time, um, it will start to affect your health. Mm-hmm. And what are the signs that you might be sleep deprived? The signs that you might be sleep deprived are um, you feel brain fog, foggy thinking in the morning. So you really can't. It's 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 nearly like a hungover feeling, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be really hungry. So you're even though you've had your um, breakfast, etc., you might be reaching a craving for for food. And that's what happens when you're sleep deprived. It affects our, our appetite hormones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're reaching for stimulants. So you're reaching for coffee. You're reaching for food, probably not making healthy choices because you're so tired. Yeah. So you're reaching for the processed food. Um, but the main one is the, the foggy thinking that the, the hungover feeling um, and you just can't really get through tasks and don't have that level of concentration. Um, it's really awful. And how long does that take to build up? So I know what you said that you you went to the doctor, you were sleep deprived. Is it a slow build, do you think? Or or does it take or can it happen quite quickly? It's it's a slow build. I mean, we are we are programmed, you know, certainly for when we have babies and all that sleep deprivation that happens when, you know, one has um new a newborn. And the lack of sleep that you get, you know, you are, our bodies are programmed to, to deal with that. And that's for hopefully a short, a short amount of time. Um, But it's when it, it, so basically what happens when you don't get that sleep, it, it basically causes stress in the body. It Mm -hmm. causes um, cortisol to be released, um, cortisol and adrenaline. And if that is released on a huge basis let's say on a in a long-term basis that's when it causes the body to break down so mm. cortisol we we need it for you know or get up and go in the morning things like that we need it to you know get up and do a presentation in front of someone we need that adrenaline and, mm. and it's meant for fight or flight um is meant for short-term uh use but what's happened through the evolution of time from when we were cavemen and we were using that to fight the neighboring tribe or the um the local bear that came to hunt us down we we would do it for a few minutes and then we would go back to feeling normal and rested again but what's happened with our lifestyles at the moment is that we've so many stressors like sleep deprivation but Mm -hmm. also other stressors coming at us and our body isn't able to recover and that's when it starts to to show up eventually as a symptom so um it can show up as burnout it can show up as um arthritis it could show up as insomnia it could show up as everyone is different so our Mm -hmm. body it affects you know all all of us differently so it's just to to manage that 
um the first thing I would say is 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 prioritize your sleep so I go back to that half past 10 um time at night to actually you know stop putting off sleep and think it's for tomorrow you know actually it's like you know it is like going on a new health regime going on a diet and deciding to prioritize something it is okay I'm prioritizing my sleep I want to work really well tomorrow I want to be feeling amazing I want to produce um and being in bed like saying right I need to be in bed by 10, half 10. I need to get my seven, eight hours sleep. But if you look at um, when we talk about success and sleep for success, if we look at the top athletes in the world, they prioritize sleep and their mm-hmm. performances are enhanced as a result. So mm-hmm. Roger Federer, for example, if you like tennis, when he was at his prime, he um, working with a performance coach was told, OK, you've got to get a lot of sleep you know, 12 hours sleep a night. So what he did was when he played big tournaments, he'd go to Wimbledon or the French Open and he would he would rent two houses, one for himself so he could get 12 hours sleep a night and one for his family so he wouldn't be disturbed by them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is the, the best performance enhancer that we can get is sleep. And do people have different tolerances, like in terms of someone could go for a longer period with less sleep than maybe others? Like, is it all quite, is it all just dependent? Like you said, it, sleep deprivation can show up in different ways for different people. So is it all quite different depending how you are made up in your lifestyle and stuff? I'm not sure about that, but I, I what I do know is that the, the I guess the, what I see in my one-to-one clients when I work with them and they're coming to me because they have insomnia and they have sleep issues. And it has shown up as insomnia for them. Mm-hmm. But the, the sleep deprivation and the stress, I've seen it through my um, functional medicine studies, it can show up wh- when our bodies start to break down. Um, it can just show up differently for different people. Yeah. Um, so for the people that come to me, it has shown up as insomnia. But for I, I know through my colleagues in the functional medicine world, they work with people who have, as I said, heart, arthritis or who might have gut problems or IBS or, um, you know, diseases like that and conditions like that. So it's just about, I guess, it, it, it's that sleep really impacts our health. You know, yeah. it impacts yeah. um, our, our health. It impacts our, us mentally and it impacts us physically. And I guess people may not be aware of that until they actually get sick. Yeah. And if people are really struggling to sleep so for them going to bed at half 10 is is like a real chore because like I'm just going to lie there for hours before I sleep and I know like you've said that that's still part of you have to start that routine what advice would you give them you know people that are potentially suffering from insomnia um or are really just struggling to get to sleep at a certain you know earlier on what would you suggest to them yeah the first thing is is to prioritize your sleep so decide okay I am going to prioritize my sleep so that is all about deciding what time you're going to bed so I want to get seven hours sleep and I'm going to be in bed by this time so um you know it's putting off the bedtime procrastination um which is you know maybe you've worked really hard all day okay I want Mm. to sit down and watch tv for hours and you end up watching tv for it way into the early hours and Netflix, et cetera. So that is a thing, you know, we feel that we need to reward ourselves um, through, through um, bedtime procrastination. But um, so the first thing is to actually prioritize your sleep. Um, If you are struggling to sleep. So the first, the second thing is to, to, to actually have a sleep routine. 
Yeah. Um, so we can't, most of us can't just jump into bed and sleep. So you actually have to, um, it's been scientifically proven that a, a sleep routine helps you sleep. So what it does is it's telling the brain, okay, we're winding down and you yeah. actually need a buffer time between your, your work and your day life and your sleep, which is your period of inactivity. So you need this tiny buffer of time where you're saying to your brain, okay, I'm winding down to sleep. And that sleep routine could be as simple as brushing your teeth, taking off your makeup and reading a few pages of a book, or it could be for someone else um, listening to a podcast and perhaps lighting a candle or a diffuser with some essential oils and then um, doing some, you know, reading uh, before bed. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very individual. I'm not saying do a laborious, self-care one hour it's it's picking one or two or three things that you do every night and it it trains it actually trains and triggers your brain that okay this is this is me going to sleep Mm -hmm. um the other thing is to avoid the sleep thieves so things that are going to affect your sleep so things like coffee so coffee is great coffee and tea we we love it you know in the morning and coffee is is fine in small amounts. So have it in the morning, but it's in the afternoon. It's when it really affects our sleep. So yeah, uh, coffee has a half-life of about six to eight hours, which means if you have a coffee at four o'clock in the afternoon, half of it is still swirling around in your brain at 11 at night. So it is going to be affecting your sleep. It eats into your sleep. So mm-hmm. I would say for things like that, um, just swap your afternoon coffee to a decaf version or a herbal tea. Yeah. Um, it's fine, as I say, up until about two in the day. Um, other sleep thieves are um, vigorous exercise before bed. So exercise is brilliant and it actually makes us physically tired and helps us sleep. And I would definitely recommend at least 20 minutes of exercise during the day, but preferably earlier in the day. So what happens in the evening if we do let's say five-a-side soccer, I have clients that have done five-a-side soccer and they get into bed at 11 o'clock and they can't sleep till three in the morning Yeah, because what happens with vigorous exercise is it raises our body temperature and it takes about three hours for that to come down. So don't do vigorous exercise three hours before going to bed, but mm. like yoga, walking, any of that is is fine, but it's the the hit or the, the running just, yeah. just before bed, avoid that. Um. Alcohol is another one. Um, Again, you know, we entrepreneurs, um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners, you know, we enjoy probably a glass of wine in our downtime or or a tipple of choice. Um, But just to be aware that it does affect our sleep. So, Mm -hmm. again, alcohol is about timing. Um, You can, it has a a half-life of about four four or five hours. So the earlier you have it, the better. Yeah, because um, it gets gives it time to get out of your system. But know that if you do have it before bed, it will affect your sleep. Even if you feel like you've had a night's sleep, you probably the next day will wake up feeling like you haven't. So it yeah. does. I've seen it again with my one to one clients because I monitor um, them through um, a monitor for the first week. And I can see if they have alcohol that how it stresses their bodies out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just to be aware that there are things that you can do during the day that can help your sleep or not. So the other thing that's really important to do for your sleep during the day is to get light first thing in the morning. So light is really important for sleep. So within an hour of waking, get sunlight into your eyes, preferably go out to your garden, uh, go for a walk, get, 
get actual daylight into your eyes and that tells your body and your your hormones to start working in the right way it actually tells your sleep hormone to start working at the right time in the evening so the getting light in the morning we have really dark winters um so people can be affected by lack of of sunlight so mm-hmm. if like mood wise as well so it not only affects our sleep but affects our mood so if you feel like in the depths of winter that you're not able to get that light in the morning then I would look at biohacking you know doing something like a a light therapy lamp so uh, or a sad lamp so sad is for a seasonal affective disorder but actually you don't have to have seasonal affective disorder to use a sad lamp it's just getting the right quantity of light which we call looks um into your eyes at the right time um, and I would use that with clients um for mood I would use it for resetting their circadian rhythm and I would use it to ensure that they're getting that light at the right time and the people that you work with and that you come across are they from all different walks of life they've been sleep deprived for a while what 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 makes them to decide I have to do something about this now they are exhausted leaders or um teams sometimes i work in companies or um exhausted entrepreneurs so they're they're usually very busy people and they they want to sleep but they can't but they need to sleep for their performance so Mm -hmm. they you know they are um really successful and they want to maintain that but it's probably slipped because they have insomnia or they have sleep struggles and they can't keep up so um, they would never admit it um, in a public setting, but, you know, that's why a lot of my work is confidential as well. Um, so usually um, these people have tried everything. So they've tried all the sleep hygiene. So the sleep hygiene is um, a lot of the, um, you know, it's the routines. The routines work for for 90 percent of us and the sleep hygiene work for 90 percent. So sleep hygiene is, you know, it's turning off your phone. Um, within an hour before bed it's um the dimming your lights in the evening it's not getting the blue light it is you mm-hmm. know having the routine it's all of that but these people have tried all of that they've had every over-the-counter medication um and basically they have insomnia and it's really affecting their lives so with these people um and with people who have insomnia it's usually on an under the hood level so I have mm-hmm. to literally um dig deep and it's it's find an underlying health issue that's going on so it's usually something that's going on with your body so what i do is i run a number of functional lab tests and they look at uh your gut so what's going on your gut they look at your neurotransmitters um they look at your uh stress and hormones and they look at your hair um for i do a hair tissue mineral analysis which looks at your minerals and your heavy metals and sometimes I look at your thyroid as well and sometimes uh, I test for some people have mold um, and it's a combination of markers in these lab tests that cause uh, insomnia so it could be that for example if you came to me Nicole you could have for example uh, high testosterone you could have high estrogen you could have really low minerals Mm-hmm. You could have um, something happening in your gut. You could have a bacterial infection. So what I do is I look at the data and the data tells me what's going on in your body. And then I work with you to correct those and get them back into balance. And usually, and that's through lifestyle interventions, through diet and through supplementation. 
And then by getting the person back to health, then their insomnia goes. Yeah. And they can reintroduce those sleep or, you know, like you said, the sleep, making sure that they're doing the sleep hygiene and going to bed when they should be going to bed and doing that, doing the things that weren't working for them before because there was a root cause that was causing the insomnia. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But what you usually find with with insomniacs is that they have tried everything and it hasn't worked for them. So there is an underlying health issue. Um, and, and sometimes it's a mental health issue, but it's usually a, um, a physical health um, issues. But that's the beauty of getting to the root cause. And the functional lab tests are tests that you do from home. They're not arduous or yeah. hard, mm-hmm. you know, um, but that's I guess I love the beauty of that because it's very scientifically based and it's data based. It's not guessing. Um, you know, I, I get I, this may be wrong with you. Let's try that. It's actually. Yeah you know, I'll take this supplement because I think this is wrong with me. It's not. And um, it really works. Mm -hmm. And just in terms of hours that an adult needs to sleep, how many hours should we have to function at our best from a performance point of view? So adults need between seven and nine hours. Um, And uh, some people are good on seven. Some people are good on eight. Some people are good on nine. So again, it's that get that good night's sleep, prioritize your sleep, you know, try and get, if you you have aim for seven hours sleep and calculate, okay, how am I going to get seven hours sleep? What time do I need to be in bed at? What time do I need to get up at? Um, some people need more sleep. So, you know, teenagers, for example, need a lot more sleep. Um, babies need 12, 13 hours sleep. Teenagers need 10, 11 hours sleep. So again, you know, if, if you have a teenager and they're sleeping, lots it's not them being lazy it's actually they're just their biological clocks yeah um and then as we get older we it's not that we don't need more sleep it's that when we get older we sleep a lot less so over 60 you're going to be sleeping a lot less you're sleeping six hours probably a night or less but it definitely is the more sleep as adults we can get the better so I would prioritize it Obviously, a lot of kind of talk about miracle morning and getting up at 5 a.m. And, and doing that. But I suppose if if that's something that you want to do, as long as you're having the sleep beforehand and that you're having the required sleep. Or what are your thoughts about that, about, you know, those early rising at 5 a.m. and, and, and that, that kind of movement, I suppose? Yeah, if it works for you, great. You know, people, there, there is a there is a, a huge hustle culture, you know, and but people sometimes need to be productive and you, it, it, it works, has to work with your life. So, for example, I have, you know, two little kids, they're going to mm. school. I run my own business. So I'm I have to juggle that with my business. And, you know, when I have to juggle, I guess, minding kids. So it's my hours of work are all over the day because it's it's in around my kids so yeah. some people might have to do that 5 a.m start so if you have to do that and you feel that you need to do that that's fine but get your seven hours sleep before that so be in bed yeah. by 10 um, yeah. and make sure you get that because if you don't what happens is if you don't get your quality sleep and your required amount of sleep then your body at some stage will dictate when you can't work yeah and a lot of adults suffer um, anxiety. Is is there a correlation between lack of sleep and anxiety? There you know definitely, of? there's a there's a link between depression certainly and mm. um, and lack of sleep. I mean, l- sleep affects our our mood. Um, it affects. I talked uh, uh, briefly about neurotransmitters. So, 
um, I talked about the gut. So a lot of our gut is responsible for a lot of functioning that goes on in our body and basically the gut brain access. So a lot of if our gut isn't working, it talks it talks to our brain all the time. So mm-hmm. a lot of things that we think are going on in our mind are actually related to our gut. So if so, for example, anxiety, depression, and it's only coming to the fore now because, um, you know, traditionally, let's say a lot of treatment for anxiety and depression would be through drugs, through something that mm-hmm. that let's say psychologist would say that's going on in our brains. But actually, there's new research come to the fore now, and I can see it through the functional medicine lab testing that if you have an issue in your gut, it often affects your brain. So looking at things like, you know, have I got a gut infection? Is there anything going on in my gut? Is it working well? Your gut is also where your neurotransmitters are produced. So your, your serotonin, which is your um, your happy hormone, your dopamine, which is your um, hormone that gives you that motivation and get up and go. All of those neurotransmitters are produced in your gut. So if your gut isn't working well, it's going to affect you in that way through um, it could it could uh, surface as anxiety. It could surface as depression, it could surface as acne in your skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it it's is responsible for so much, isn't it? Like you don't I think until you dig into it more, you don't realize how responsible. Like you said at the beginning, it's, it's part of those three pillars of nutrition, you know, fitness, um, and, fitness sleep. and sleep. But like you said, people don't give it its um importance I suppose or don't you know I think it's becoming more you know more people are talking about it and more obvious but how much it controls I think is you know unless you really look into it you don't you're not aware of it you know yeah and I guess I guess people don't look into it until it becomes a problem and yeah. that's that's when people you know address it but there are things that you know you can do um we're not very good at de-stressing you know we probably keep going you know as as people who work run our own businesses we keep going keep going so do things like um take that time to do your sleep routine in the evening if in a, even if, if it's only 20 minutes 15 minutes five minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, something like yeah yeah and then if you do find that you're getting stressed you know there, there are things that are proven to help you de-stress. So things like listening to body scan meditation during the day, you know, five minutes. And um, we, we need to take the time to regulate our nervous system because we are in stress mode a lot of the time. So we need to get it from that stress mode to the, the rest and digest. And you can do that proven things for to help you or things like breathing. So if you get um, an app, that that either you listen to meditation some people aren't into meditation so it doesn't work for them um meditation or body scan meditation or breathing like resonant breathing is one mm. that you could look up um, and it basically just slows us down um for a few minutes a day and gets mm-hmm. us back into that rest mode and then we can go again i think that's key actually because i've done that before you know and just taking that time out from your day from your laptop and just having kind of a midday reset um to then get going again Um, and it could be a walk you know it could be um a walk uh, uh, you know on your lunch break or you know to actually take your lunch break and yeah yeah. and (laughs) not work from the desk and even nature is you know is so grounding and and there's been lots of studies done on how being in nature and just being outside I spoke Mm -hmm. about the light and the importance of daylight earlier 
being outside is is so beneficial for well-being but as entrepreneurs and and you know we we often just do that okay I've got to work 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 and um but we need to you know do the exercise we need to take our breaks we need to yeah. uh, do our sleep routine so that we can work well and and be efficient and be brilliant brilliant entrepreneurs and so you've covered obviously quite a lot there Amory your quick kind of summarize a little bit your your quick top tips for for entrepreneurs and business owners for sleep I know you will probably go over the same ground yeah. but just like to summarize it um quickly for us there yeah so the top tips would be um use biohacking so definitely you know if you are working um late in the evening put apps on your laptops and screens so there's a really good app uh, that blocks the blue light if you do need to work in the evening it's called flux and mm-hmm. um, just get flux.com and it's, it's an amber light that you can put on your laptop or your screens use that um i would um also find out what your sleep chronotype is what your sleep per- personality is so that is basically we all have we, you might be a morning lark and i might be a night owl so find mm-hmm. out what you are there's actually four different chronotypes um, and it will tell you when is your best time to be productive, to do your big tasks. When is your best time to you have that energy dip? When is your best time to have coffee? When is your best time to exercise? When is your best time to sleep? Uh, depending on if you are a dolphin, a lion, a bear or a wolf, which are the four chronotypes. And um, where would I find that out, Amory? Where can you find that? That is on the sleepdoctor.com. Um, he's the guy who um, Dr. Michael Bruce um invented or has a theory around the sleep chronotypes which is basically that we all have a different time that we're good with we're either morning larks or even night owls or somewhere in between so mm-hmm. i'm somewhere in between i'm a bear um but it just uh, i i i think it's useful because we're all different and we can find that um time that we are productive um, and that we need to rest and it's just working with our chronotypes to be productive Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the other biggie I would do. Um, the other thing is uh, what you do during the day. So get your morning light, be it through your walk or being outside or through a light lamp. And then the evening, um, take your few minutes to do your sleep routine, including getting off screen. So find a practice or a product that you look forward to using that's away from screens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say it again, prioritize your sleep, be in bed by 1030. Yeah. I don't have your caffeine. Um, like you say, create that kind of routine that no, that your body knows, right? This is now sleep time, whether that's reading and like you said, getting in bed, um, getting a bed at 10 in, in 10. That's my aim now beforehand. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Amory. Where can, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amory. Where can people find you and work with you? You can find me at thesleepcarecompany.com, my website, and on Instagram, thesleepcarecompany. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Amory. Obviously, we'll link those in the show notes so people can find you and connect with you. I'll be back again next Thursday with another great guest. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review so more people can find out and learn from the Start, Scale, Succeed episode. Mm -hmm.